0: Hey there, and welcome to episode 60 of What The F Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Morgan, and today we are discussing a topic I have long wanted to talk about with you in detail, and that is a discussion on how clearing our past can help us move forward in our lives, both personally and professionally. I think back to just two years ago. I was recently separated from my then husband, getting a divorce during the holidays of all time, completely heartbroken, and to top it off, completely broke. I was at rock bottom. It was at this time though that I was introduced to energy clearing. I had no idea what energy clearing was, how to do it, or why it was even important. But thankfully, the universe brought it to me when I needed it most. This is when I really learned that our thoughts shape our realities and we experience life from the energy we put out into the world. Today, I want to introduce you to the very thing that changed my personal and professional life for the better just two years ago. Learning about energy and energy clearing has allowed me to truly take ownership of my life and intentionally create the life I truly desire. I have learned that by clearing my energy or otherwise known as trapped emotions, I truly can have all my dreams come true or even better. Now, I have a very special guest on today's show, Dr. Darian Jamar, who is both a chiropractor and energy healer here in the D.C. area where I live. I recently met Dr. Darian as a patient of his and Dr. Klein's from Got Your Back here in D.C. Dr. Darian has amazing insight into both the physical and energetic worlds and understands how they both support each other. I knew Dr. Darian would be a great person to have this conversation with on energy and energy clearing. In this episode, our goal is to help encourage you to pay attention to your own energy so that you can manifest your greatest desires in your life, both personally and professionally. This is one of my favorite episodes to date, so stick around all the way through because I feel like I'm sharing with you one of the greatest gifts that has changed my life for the better, and I hope that it will for you too. Let's go into today's show with Dr. Darian now and learn how you too can heal your past to help you have the best present moment.
1: You're listening to What The F Podcast, where we believe in showing up for yourself and your dreams, even if you don't know what the F you're doing yet. Fake it till you make it is our style. Fashion designer and entrepreneur Taylor Morgan knows what it feels like to say, screw it, I'm doing this, despite the odds, which is exactly what she said when she started her fashion-forward activewear company, Cove, and this podcast. The truth is, we're all just figuring it out as we go, and that's absolutely fine. The important thing is showing up for yourself. Here, you'll get the pep talk you need to keep going, learn how to truly believe in yourself, and be inspired by other entrepreneurs and their amazing stories. If you're ready to stop wishing and start doing, this is your show. Consider your host, Taylor, your new BFF and your biggest fan. Now, here's your host, fashion designer, fresh flower addict, and dog lover, Taylor Morgan.
2: Welcome to the show, Dr. Darian. I am so excited to have you on today to talk about all things energy and self-healing and how clearing our energy can help us heal our past, which then allows us to move forward more peacefully in our lives both personally and professionally. So thank you so much for being here.
3: Thank you, Taylor, for having me on today. I appreciate it.
2: Yes. So I gave a little intro to you before our interview today, but I would love to hear from you in your own words who the wonderful Dr. Darian Jamar is and how you came to be a chiropractor and energy healer today.
3: Uh, yes. You know, I'll first preference by saying I'm finding myself asking this question through some of the speaking engagements that I've been I'm doing lately. And for whatever reason, it's become harder and harder to answer that question um, genuinely. Um, and what I found to be what feels right for me in this season is something I heard from Ru Paul. And he says, when Oprah asks him, Who is he? He says, I am the moon, the sun, and the stars. I am everything and nothing at all. And so at my core and where I am in this season of my life, that really speaks to me. Um, but beyond that, I am a practicing doctor of chiropractic um, here in DC and a, as well as a coach. Um, and so my, my journey towards chiropractic school and becoming a chiropractor, um, it really began in 2014 when I finished chiro- um, undergrad at Longwood University out in Farmville, Virginia. And I was just in this place of just needing healing. I'd been, I'd put myself through undergrad and it was just a very trying and distraught time in my life. Um, so much so that, you know, I, I had internalized all of this negativity um, and just pushing myself for so long through school and through activities and my involvement on campus. Um, I found myself self in a place after I graduated was just needing healing. And for me, as I began to dive into chiropractic and real understanding what chiropractors do. It was in alignment with my philosophy of the body just being able to heal itself. Um, that we had the healing that we need within us. We just need the appropriate environment for that, that expression of that healing to take place. And so, chiropractic answered that call for me in terms of healing, and I began my healing journey. Um, and now, of course, is one of the ways I serve. Uh, it's one of the ways that my purpose is manifest. Um, and coaching along along those same lines, coaching truly empowers people to know, be their own savior, their own source, um, and to understand that they are creative, resourceful, and whole. Um, so one chiropractic is more uh, an expression or understanding of the body, and then the coaching—at least my approach—is more of the mind, our mindset.
2: I love that, and we're gonna speak to mindset in a second here, but I just want to say to all those listening that this whole conversation today, Doctor Darian, is gonna be around energy and self healing and. I brought Dr. Darian on because I just, I love your approach, Dr. Darian, to like what you were just saying that we are our own healers and that all of it's connected, both like the physical and the mindset and all all of it. Right. And I love your approach to that, which I know we're going to dive into. But I want to just like kind of talk to the listener quick for a second, because I'm I would imagine that some people out there are like, okay, this is a business podcast. Like, why are we talking about energy? And that's probably one of the biggest things I've learned in starting my businesses is the importance of mindset. And I heard a quote from Tony Robbins where he says, the success of any business is 80% the business owner or leader's psychology and only 20% the mechanics. And that was probably, for me, like my wake up call to I've always been spiritual, but that was really the moment where I really started to dive into my own psychology and my belief system. Because I was like, I want my businesses to succeed. And I knew that I had a lot of toxic thoughts and energy around what I thought I was maybe capable of, or like, I believed in myself, but there was still like that push and pull, you know. Mm -hmm. And so that was really my own personal kind of intro to world of energy and understanding it but I really do think it does you know relate to business so for anyone wondering why on the podcast about business and like chasing creating your dreams we're talking about energy it's simply because I've learned your thoughts are where your successes begin so we want to make sure we nurture our thoughts and protect our energy to have the happiest and most successful and fulfilling lives and it all starts from the inside out I believe so I would love to know Dr. Darian like what are your thoughts on mindset
3: I love that quote by Tony Robbins.
2: It's so good.
3: Yeah, yeah, it really is. Mindset is truly, it's everything. There's nothing as powerful as the mind, and more importantly, as a changed mind. Um, And so that was one of the, I think, as I look back on my experience through undergrad, and I look at how I was perceiving some of the things that I was going through at that time of being, what I felt like being crushed. And I look back on where I am now, I look, I realized that, like, oh, it was my mindset that made me feel so defeated. It was what I was choosing to believe about where I was that caused me to internalize all these anxieties and all of this, all of this stuff that was happening on the outside. We can't control what happens outside of us, but we, what we can control is our response to things, our perspective. And so I realized now, it's like, okay, it's my input that's gonna shape my outlook. And then it's my outlook. That's going to shape my behavior. Um, And that goes back to how I, the decisions I make in my business or how I show up to people and what I choose to ask or what I choose to say or what I don't choose to say based on my, my mindset, where it may be, whether it's in negativity or whether it's in a positive light.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I want to make this conversation on energy very practical and relatable for everyone listening today. Which again, like I mentioned earlier uh, to you, Dr. Darian, is why I wanted to have this conversation with you because I really do love your approach to healing and energy and the body and light and so much more. Um, I want to give everyone listening, though, just a little background. I recently met um, Dr. Darian at Got Your Back uh, here in D.C. Um, As he mentioned, we both live in the D.C. area. And Dr. Darian is actually one of my own chiropractors, which I'm very happy to announce. <laughs> and um, I'm so glad I get to work with you. I seriously feel so blessed, and I work with both Dr. Darian along with Dr. Um, Klein at Got Your Back here in DC. But honestly, Dr. Darian, finding you and Dr. Klein truly has been life changing for me with my back injury, and we can speak. Um, more to that a little later because I think it will play into the conversation. Um, But like I said, I really want to have this conversation around energy and like, what is energy even? How we can heal any trapped emotions we have in our bodies and other things to help us get back into alignment with our full light. So how would you describe Dr. Darian, what energy even is like just in plain simple terms, like, and how does it relate to us as humans?
3: Yeah, I was going back and forth thinking about this question and I went to Dr. Google <laughs> and I began to, you know, use it as a point of reference. And even the language that they used there was like, oh, like, wow, energy really is something that's, that's powerful. And, but what I came to understand for myself is energy is, is self-generated. It's a force that moves, that moves us, that drives us and it guides us. Um, and so it just comes back to, again, us having the capacity within us to generate our energy. Um, no matter, you know, whatever situation may be, if you're feeling sick, but then you have a business meeting to show up to, you have the capacity within you to generate um, the energy that's required to meet that demands of that moment. Um, so, mm-hmm. so for me, the energy is something that's generated. It's generated and from that generation, it's something that, it's a force that guides us.
2: So what, what is it like, from a technical standpoint, like as a doctor, like, cause you know, they say like our bodies are made of energy. Like how can you, and I think most people understand that, but like, how can we like make that very relatable? Does that make sense? Like I'm, I'm just trying to like really simplify it for like, I think back to like myself when I was first diving into like energy and energy healing and being like, okay, wait, I'm energy and like your thoughts are energy. Like, I don't know. Can you kind of connect that for us if that makes sense?
3: What comes to mind for me, we had briefly talked about this the other night. So I talked about energy being self-generated. It's a force that moves that it's really felt. And so um, Mm -hmm. on Saturday, I was out to dinner with my stepmom. We were celebrating her 42nd birthday, eating with my little sister at McCormick. And we're looking at our menus and we Mm -hmm. haven't been introduced to our server yet. And as I'm sitting there looking at the menu, I hear behind me, (sighs) all right hello, my name is, and it was just like, ooh, you mm-hmm. probably, Taylor, and even from your listeners and your viewers, you probably felt that, like how, what that felt like, that person, <sighs> like that's energy, that's something that you feel and that's something that when you're not aware of it, that's something that you carry out into the world and people, they feel it. Um, it's not something that we even have to say or acknowledge, but it's something that's really felt.
2: Right, and and I think going along with that, it makes me think of, you know, like have you ever had a situation where maybe you were, you walked into a room after maybe two people in the room had been fighting, but they stopped fighting when you mm-hmm. walk in, but you right. feel the energy of it, right? like right. that's like it's like how else would you know if if they're not talking and you didn't actually hear it, but you right. feel there's something funky in the air, like what is that funky thing right? like to right. Me that's that's energy right. and I think. You know the thing. Reason I care so much about it is again going back to that quote of Tony Robbins where he's like, and it's not just applying it to our businesses. It's anything in life. It's mm-hmm. it's our psychology that it creates the success, whether it's a business or a relationship. It's like, what's your mindset? What's that energy you're putting out into the world? And one thing when you and I talked the other day, you described energy as light, and I really liked that analogy. So. Just, just kind of because we all carry a light with us, whether that light is shining bright or maybe it's dimmed at the moment or we have our days where it's brighter and some days where it's dimmer. Right. We all have our days. Right. But I would love if you could explain, because um, I got to talk with you a little bit about that. But what how would you describe light and how is that related to energy?
3: What comes to mind first, because I love quotes, right? And yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> T.D. Sure Jakes, he at least said this quote, but it came from someone else. And so he didn't give the reference. So just know it came from T.D. Jakes from me listening to it. But um, essentially what he said is darkness is the absence of light. And then even deeper, I always go back to my quote from Marianne Williamson, where she said that it is our it is our light, not our darkness. It is our light that most frightens us. And so when I think about when I think about light, I just I see it as energy manifested is a result of what I was saying earlier, as a result of us generating our power or generating our energy. When that server, when she came up to our table, she wasn't shining as bright. Like her energy, her light felt pretty dull.
2: Yeah, right. absolutely. So what impacts our energy or light?
3: I'm a simple thinker. And so when I think about our lights, the way I organize it, and it goes back to what I learned, or what I learned in chiropractic school, And it goes back to the three, what I call the three, the three T's. Our light is affected by traumas. Dale, you mentioned a little bit about your experience or you will. um, Traumas, whether it be accidents, falls, um, repetitive stress from sitting at work all day, stuff like that, toxins, the stuff that we breathe in, the air we breathe, the quality of the air, um, what's in our food, the quality of the food that we Take in our water, toxins. and then the last being thoughts. Um, and thoughts encompass, I think, that is the biggest impact on our light or our energy. Um, and thoughts, essentially, going back to emotions and how that affects or seeps into our body again, affecting our light.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're going to kind of dive into the thoughts, and I mean, we're going to kind of probably touch on all these a little bit as we keep breaking this down for people and like energy and. How energy can get trapped, but um, I'm really excited because I know not only you know are you an energy healer, but you also are a chiropractor. So you've seen a ton of patients, I'm sure, in your time, and I'm sure you've seen all of these three T's you're speaking to of the traumas, toxins, and thoughts. Right. Um, so I'm really excited to hear you know, more of your expertise and just patterns. I'm sure you've seen patterns. Um, Cause I know like for me, like I, I do energy clearing with people with um, the motion code by Dr. Bradley Nelson that I learned. And I'll talk more about that later, but I know like from the clients I've worked with, you start to see the same patterns. Do you, have you noticed that with, with energy healing?
3: For sure. For sure. Yeah.
2: So we'll get into that in a second. But um. so yeah, what I'm talking about here for those listening is the thing that changed my life the most was when I was going through my divorce a few years ago, and I learned about trapped emotions. And I had never heard about like what trapped emotions were. I what, I didn't even really understand energy fully and how you know I was using my energy. And I think when you become aware of energy and like the law of attraction, that's when you can become an intentional creator of your life because we're all using the law of attraction, whether we realize it or not. And so anyways, I kind of figured out what trapped emotions were and how clearing them from my body can change my life. And I've done that and it's been incredible. Um, So I want to spend some time here for a second because this is something that I love and I know you're a big believer, Dr. Darian, on self-healing, and you believe we are our own healers, and I do too. So there's a lot to dive in here, but let's keep it really clear and simple for everyone listening and break this down by first starting with this question. What the heck are even trapped emotions? Like how would you describe that to people in like plain and simple terms?
3: Plain and simple terms, it's energy that has become stagnant, it has we have internalized and that's not moving there, it's not flowing. Like life is meant to flow. And so a lot of times when something, whether it's a you know a traumatic incident that we've experienced in our life, there's something that happens as a result of that. And we begin to internalize that energy or those emotions and it becomes trapped in our body. And when something is trapped, it's not being processed. Again, it's not flowing. And so that's when you begin to step into what we call dis-ease. That's when you have certain symptoms. Now on one level, it may be that, you know, you have a neck tightness or stiffness. A lot of people come in with that into the office, chiropractic office. But in other ways, even deeper, again, to like you mentioned, it's the awareness when you become aware of your energy um, or emotions. It may show up as you're more irritated with your your spouse, or you are shorter um, shorter in conversation with your client, or whatever you're doing in your business. Mm-hmm. And so that's a that's a that's just the emotions being trapped in our body. They're not being processed because we're we're clinging, we're hinged to them, whether consciously or unconsciously.
2: Right. And I think um, a really good example, I always love to tell people is, you know, when you think of trapped emotions, I think of like, I, I think a lot of us know that that girl out there who keeps dating the same jerk over and over again. And when I see that, I know that she probably has a trapped emotion, maybe of not feeling worthy of love, or that she's unlovable and that has been trapped and in, and in, into her body into her subconscious and that's what can can be confusing about trapped emotions it's like people can say consciously no i feel worthy i feel lovable but we're not talking about the conscious mind here this is a subconscious belief system where it's gone into the body and and sometimes it does you do believe it both consciously and subconsciously but typically it's in the subconscious So it's almost like you're not even aware you might be carrying this belief. And I I see it a lot with my clients. I work with energy clearing where they want the relationship, but they don't understand. And these girls have everything going for them. Amazing people, but they don't understand why they keep attracting that that jerk, right? Or the person who keeps abandoning them. And it's like, well, let's dig deeper and let's see what's trapped inside of you. And I know this is something I struggled with. I, you know, from me personally, I had abandonment issues um, in my own personal life with some people not being there. And that got trapped in me. And for a while I had attracted people I was dating that showed abandonment in one form of another, whether that was cheating or alcohol or whatever it was. Right. So, um, I think that's a really practical example. Like what, what do you think, Dr. Daring? Do you have you, do you have anything like that, that you can explain to people, you know, kind of illustrating those trapped emotions in real life?
3: Yeah, that's a that's a beautiful example, and I want to say I think I I said earlier unconsciously. Obviously, if you're unconscious, you're not be aware of it. So definitely meant right. subconscious. So just want to uh, follow up on that. Um, but I love that example, Taylor. I think that's something that really resonates with people and something that we see far too often. And my my story definitely has been definitely is similar in terms of you know for so long I. I hadn't realized the impact that not having a certain level of love from my from my mom or certain people in my life, how that affected the way I affected my relationships or even how I Mm -hmm. saw myself because, because I'd never dealt with, you know, the, the love, the lack of love from my mom, or at least that's what it felt like is that I would go out into the world and I was constantly looking for it. Like I would be looking in this mirror, trying to see that I was beautiful. And eventually I, move myself towards seeing that I wasn't and those emotions just got trapped in me and as I look back on my life again I'm just in this place of processing things I've been through I see that there were so many relationships that came my way but because I hadn't dealt with the, the love or that place in my own heart I would like I, I, I couldn't accept those relationships it kept going right by me it kept going right by mm-hmm. me until I moved myself in this place where I was just alone and there was no relationships coming my way anymore because my response to the universe was that I don't want anyone. I don't want love. Right. And that and, and that's,
2: what's frustrating for people is like some people just, they don't even know that that's what they're carrying. And then they get right. frustrated. So they're like, I'm trying to get the relationship. Right. Little do they know they've got these trapped emotions blocking it. And, and this we're giving examples about relationships here, but this can happen even for your professional life too. Like, for sure. You know, you can consciously really, really want the job or the business, but if there's a belief trapped in your body that says mm-hmm. like, no, that's not for me. It's only for others, right? right. Or whatever the emotion is, right. it will show up. And that's why becoming aware of these and doing the work is mm-hmm. so important. Um, and there are lots of ways we can clear this. So we're kind of bringing right now attention to what they are, but we are going to dive into it a little bit later here how we can clear this. And, um, Dr. Darian, I know you've got lots of great wisdom on that because it's not just a one size fits all for how to clear
3: it. Correct. For sure. But I would definitely say that those moments, like when you find that there's resistance in your life, I like to say follow the resistance. And as you follow it, you'll realize that it's, it's just an opportunity for you to go deeper in your, in your spiritual you know, growth and awakening. Mm. Um, I'm
2: really you know, glad you brought that up because they say like to listen to your emotions, like you're saying, because your emotions are your teacher, like mm-hmm. you not get frustrated when you feel something that might not be the most positive because it's trying to guide you to maybe right. something.
3: Right. You realize yeah. that you're not that emotion. You're the awareness that's over it. Or even you're not that experience; You're the awareness of that experience. And when you're oh, able I to really like that. pull yourself and separate yourself from it, we, be, we realize like, Oh, that's when you asked me in the beginning, Taylor, who are you, Dr. Darren? It's like, oh, like I'm in this place where I'm like, you know, I'm separating myself from all these, all these entities that I once knew because they're not, they don't, they don't, they're not stable. They're not stagnant. They change. And mm. what happens is when we latch on to things and as we flow again, when we're, our energy is moving and it's flowing, we're changing with time. If we stay, like, if we stay stuck and just, it just hinders, hinders the flow, it hinders yeah. your, your growth.
2: So I feel like we could do like a whole nother podcast episode I know, I know, on I know. <laughs> like titles and like attaching to them because I think that is such a beautiful lesson of, and I, I love how you described yourself and what that quote from RuPaul, I think that's so beautiful. And I, I connect to that too. And it's funny because it's like, I've been in so many transitions the past few years from like my divorce and some friendships I've lost and, and some career changes now, you know, and you're right. Like we can't attach to those external things because and that that's just not who we are. We're always growing and developing, right? And mm. the one thing I've learned that how I like to self identify when someone's like, Who are you? Like I like to say I am love. Like that's mm. okay. who I think I am, you know? And anything else I choose to do in that moment is just an hopefully an expression of that. Right. So Anyways, I really like that you brought that up. We're probably going to have to have like a few rounds of you on the show <laughs> of like Dr. Darian and bring questions to you. <laughs> um, okay, I do want to touch on something that also can be its own podcast episode, but I do want to touch on it because it does relate to energy and light. Um, what is the law of attraction? Just plain and simple for the listener out there. I don't want to overwhelm them, um, but how does, this, how does the law of attraction relate to our energy and our light?
3: Think of the law of attraction as intention and simply like intentions being met. And As we think about it with, especially with energy or light, is that when our light, when we're operating at the highest frequency, the frequency by which we were, were born, born to, to be like who we're called to be in terms of our purpose and um, being in that space of our own healing our own generating our own light. When the law of attraction is involved, light meets light. I and mean, we. a simple example is just us, Taylor, meeting each other. You know, I'm in this space of building my, my coaching practice and being here in D.C. and being a lot more aware of my purpose. And so I have certain, you know, I have my vision boards or my um, things that I meditate on day and night. And one, to, desiring to be on a podcast or to connect to other, to other like-minded individuals like yourself was one of those intentions that... I released that into the universe and it was met.
2: Yeah, that's such a good example. I love that. Um, One thing you said to me once, Dr. Darian, when we were talking about the law of attraction and living your life in alignment with yourself is how things just flow with ease. And you're kind of just mentioning that now. Um, But you said something that really stood out to me and that I loved. You said, when we wake up to this way of living, you expect the miracle and realize things aren't even really miracles. Because they're an expectation. Can you speak more to that and what that means for our listeners here?
3: Yeah, it goes back to you know my when I was speaking about love and how I saw myself because of the the impact of certain experiences that I had. Yes, that was me when I was a uh, when I was a kid and a child. But what happened is, happens is as we grow, we develop, and we become more aware of life. Now we have a certain level of responsibility, right? When you become aware of it, to do the work to become, you know, your highest expression of who you called to be. And so what I found through chiropractic school was that, wait, we were born to be whole. We're not born to be broken. Like, I, you know, for a while, it was seasons where I was dibbling and dabbling in that brokenness. And that was what I found comfort in. But then as I moved away from that, I was like, oh, this is how life's supposed to be. You're not supposed to be walking around, um, you know, with dis-ease or disease. You're supposed to be whole. You're supposed to be uh, moving towards the world with light. And so now I'm in this space In this space where encounters like you and I met, or uh, I'm in a networking group called BNI. I'm the president of Georgetown BNI group. And I've been looking for like a speaking coach. And that was just, that was another intention that I had. And lo and behold, one day someone walks in and immediately when this woman walked in, I was like, oh, she's it. She didn't end up up, um, joining our group, but from the moment I saw her, our intentions met each other. And (laughs) ironically, I met, um, before I jumped on a call, I had my last coaching session with her today. Um, So that's Uh just another example. And there have been other examples about, you know, how the body heals and experiences that I've had or stories that I've witnessed through some of my other clients and stuff. But
2: yeah, I think you're right. It, law of attraction in its simple form really is just that intention. Like I know I was telling you this the other day when we were talking, but I set the intention at the beginning of 2019 that this was going to be the year of self-healing for me. And like, and just really, cause I had put my body on the back burner a lot when I was starting my active work company Cove and just, you know, I became a workaholic and it just, I got into like a really bad pattern for a while. And I kind of just had enough. And I was like, I can't keep doing this. I felt so out of alignment. Things weren't flowing, kind of like what you're speaking to. And I was like, this is the year I put myself first and actually take care of Cause if I, if I don't show up well to the world, then like, I'm of no service to anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then just from saying that intention, like I flowed into, got your back with you and Dr. Klein. And that was, that whole story is another amazing story we'll have for another time. And here I am, like, you know, at the beginning of the year, I thought it was going to look very physical, like I'm going to be do- doing X amount of pull ups by the end of the year and like all these like external, like, you know, self care, but then I realized it's so much deeper and it's healing those trapped emotions that cause my back injury and taking care of the physical side like I'm doing with you guys in the office and so yeah, I, I, but I just set that intention. It was as simple as that, just saying, I want, it, I want to heal myself. And I actually said, it took me probably until just right before I met you and Dr. Klein, like, I actually got to the point where I finally out loud said, I want to heal my back. I don't want mm-hmm. to just tolerate it. I want to heal it. And it, right. it wasn't until just two months ago before I met you guys that I actually verbalized that. And it was like, that day, actually, I happened to stumble upon Got Your Back on Google, which it was like crazy because I had been searching and never found it. It wasn't until I set that intention that I actually was ready to heal it that the universe be like, here you go. (laughs) Here's the people that can help you.
0: Hey there. I just want to pause the show for a moment to check in with you. I know that speaking about energy and energy clearing might sound a little out there and new to you. I totally get it. It was a little hard for me to wrap my head around trapped emotions and all things energy in the beginning too. But once I tried it, the results in my life spoke for themselves and I was a quick believer. What opened me up to energy clearing was that I didn't want to feel blocked from my dream life anymore. I knew there was something better for me and that the life I was currently living wasn't my full potential. I knew it had to start with me healing me. And I'm so grateful I found energy clearing to help me do just that. If you can relate to feeling blocks in your own life and you're ready to break through those blocks, then I would love to work with you as your own personal energy clearer. I've personally studied the emotion code by Dr. Bradley Nelson and know how to clear people's trapped emotions. Anyone can learn this. You can even learn to do this on yourself, but I often feel it is best to work with an energy clearer for more of an outside perspective. You guys, I work with clients all the time, helping them clear their own trapped emotions. And I still work with my own energy clearer to this day because I love that outside perspective. And she also feels like a life coach as well. If this speaks to you, then you can sign up for sessions with me on Calendly.com slash Taylor Morgan. That's C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com slash Taylor Morgan. For the month of October, I'm doing a promo for an hour session at only $60. So now's a great time to try it out. Spots are limited, so be sure to sign up today. I look forward to connecting with you and working one-on-one together to helping you start allowing in your greatest desires or even better. Let's do this. Again, visit calendly.com slash taylormorgan to sign up or email me at hello at whatthefpodcast.com with any questions. I cannot wait to meet you. As the holidays are approaching, there are lots of things on our shopping list to buy for our loved ones or maybe even ourselves, let's be honest. With all the gifts and items we are purchasing, it can feel hectic keeping track of it all and making sure you're getting the best deals on your items too. Recently, I discovered ShopTagger, which is an easy-to-use app that allows you to save things you want to buy all in one place. That means in one spot, you can save all the holiday gifts you plan to buy from any website. It's a great way to keep track of all your gift ideas. Best of all, ShopTagger will notify you when your items go on sale, are low in stock, or come back in stock. ShopTagger also scans the web for coupon codes at checkout and automatically applies them to your purchase. To get ShopTagger for free and to be automatically entered to win $250, click the link in today's show notes on taylormorgan.us slash what the F and click into episode 60. Scroll down in the show notes and you can click on the ShopTagger link there. Again, you can get the app completely for free and be entered to win $250.
2: Okay, let's jump back though to the trapped emotions. Just simply, why do tra- emotions like even get trapped in our bodies?
3: I hit on this a little bit earlier, but it goes back to we begin to internalize them. We we become them. We become one with them, and we're not separated. So we, you know, we're having this we having this experience of fear or, or or loss or abandonment. And yes, we're humans, so we go through these. A whirlwind of emotions but like you said earlier those emotions are just guidance those emotions are just information it's like oh you're having an emotion well maybe there's a cause for that emotion right you're feeling abandonment because maybe your girlfriend walked out on you or your parent walked out on you that's an emotion what we do with that emotion next is we become that emotion we 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 self-soothe it we take it into our bodies and we walk out into the world and we Oh, this happened to me again. That there's a there's a time and a place, and there's a process to dealing with certain things. But when we let it become us, that's when things become trapped, and we become that that energy moving out into the world, which we move towards. Our light is just a much dimmer than um, it I, I should this. be.
2: Yeah, and I I love what you said. Like this, honestly, is like blowing my mind right now. By the way, <laughs> I have to point this out, because it's like just the way you're you're putting it together. It's like I knew these things, but you're like next, taking me to the next level right now. So thank you. <laughs> because you're welcome. I I love what you're saying. Of you said a few things. I'm gonna bring up um, earlier. First, you said that we are not broken. We are whole, and I think that's such an important thing to point out with what you're saying here right now because. We aren't the emotion, right? Because we are pure. We are whole. And I think that's one of the lessons I've learned this year is, you know, you were saying a little bit ago, life is meant to flow, it's meant to be easy. And that was one of the biggest mind shifts. I was telling my fiance LJ this the other night. I was like, if there's one lesson I could tell people that I learned this year, it's that this is a world of well being. It's meant to be beautiful. It's mm-hmm. not meant to be a struggle. It's not meant to be hard. And you know, like you said, it becomes those things, it becomes hard, it becomes a struggle when we do identify with these emotions that we aren't. And I, I don't know, I don't know if this is making sense, but it's blowing my mind. So thank
3: you. (laughs) You summarized it. You summarized it very well.
2: Okay, good. (laughs) But um, yeah, I I just, I think that's so good. And even in the, in your office um, at the chiropractor, I think you guys have a quote on the wall that, correct me because it says something along the lines of like you're not meant to be broken or do you know what i'm talking about
3: yes tim anderson you weren't meant to be broken
2: yeah i love that and i I think that's like such a good starting point for anyone on this like self-development journey is just to simply tell yourself i'm not broken i do not need to be fixed because i think the concept of thinking you're broken can kind of get in the way of moving past it for me at least um, okay, so let's talk about like, can we clear these trapped emotions and traumas from from our bodies, and why is that important to do that?
3: Yes, we most definitely can. And like I uh, mentioned earlier, is that when we when we're facing that resistance, like when we have that, you know, like there's something, you're like, mm, like I feel like I'm dealing with something, or you know, you feel a little stagnant, or it's just hard for you to move forward. I caught myself in that type of season when I went through my undergrad experience. And as I moved out of that season of my life, I looked back and I was like, wow, what was the only thing that I could have changed? There was a world of things going on. And again, it goes back to our mindset, the mindset or perspective that we choose to, that we take on when we're going through certain things because life is going to happen. And so ultimately it brings you to this place where you're like, you're just, you surrender to the universe and you say, you say, yes. To the human experience and the human experience is all those emotions that we just talked about but you also realize that you're you're not in those those emotions um and so going back to the spiritual journey when you when you're in that place when you have something going on that's gnawing at you that's just a that's just a sign that there's something for you to process and there's a place for growth and to deal with those emotions and to prevent them from becoming trapped i don't think right. that answered your question directly but <laughs>
2: No, I I think it does. And it kind of leads to my next question of like, can we speak to like kind of the specifics of how you clear those like trapped emotions, Mm. the toxins, the traumas from your body? Because I know like there are many forms of clearing. Like I mentioned earlier, I love Dr. Bradley Nelson. He's also a chiropractor and he created what's called the emotion code. He has an excellent book. I'll link to it in the show notes for those of you listening. But he actually teaches people how we can, you know, use the emotion code to pull out those trapped emotions from the subconscious so that we're no longer attracting those negative experiences, right? That with that trapped emotion. And that's all through muscle testing that he does that. I know Reiki is another one. And I know you are, would you call it like a Reiki practitioner, like
3: yeah. or healer? Le- level two trained or three levels, or I think there's four levels now. Um, okay. But I'm a level two Reiki um, training.
2: Yeah. And so I'll have you speak to that in a second. So there's Reiki, there's energy clearing like I do, there's even chiropractic is clearing, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm
3: -hmm. that's
2: getting out emotions, coaching and meditation, acupuncture, connecting with nature. Like there's there really isn't a one size fits all. And I don't think like even for me, like I practice the emotion code, but I do so many things. Like I obviously work with you at the chiropractor. I meditate. I go into nature for walks all the time when I'm feeling out of alignment. So and I think the thing too, like one thing you you mentioned is like, we can self-heal. And so you can work with a coach, but you can also learn to do this yourself. Like mm-hmm. whenever I clear people, I tell them all the time, like you can read the same book I read and learn how to do this on yourself. I know for me, like I actually clear people, but I actually still go to my own energy clear and work with her because I enjoy that that relationship with her of having an outside perspective um, because it's a little too intimate for me to work on myself, I find. I don't know if you find that for yourself. So, anyways, I just would love to have you kind of help speak to giving that listener who's listening right now, who's like, okay, I wanna figure this out. I wanna try clearing myself. What would be your advice to them in getting started? I guess.
3: So first off, I I like how you said, Taylor, that you know, you do you do all of these things and you mentioned some of the things that you do because it's just that I think sometimes people even when they come into the chiropractic office more so than in my coaching experience, they say, what do I need to do to heal this? Or what do I need to do? But it's not always like that, right? It's, it's more of a journey. You have to look at it, again, going back to mindset and perspective, you have to see it more as a, a journey in a process. Over time for me, it's turned out to going back two to three T's. I've become aware of the, my top, the toxins, like how the quality of the food I eat, uh, whether I'm eating fast food or whether I'm eating like a whole organic food. Um, the air quality, the the toxins or the things I spray around my house to clean. Like I've become aware of that and that's helped a lot with my energy and my body. Um, the trauma, like doing better, being er- um, ergonomic at work. Instead of sitting in the chair, I use a, I love sitting on my ball. I'm like sitting in the back, typing or doing notes and I'm bouncing up and down on my ball. It's just a better way of sitting especially if you're going to be sitting all day um being aware of how much you're sitting in general sitting is horrible for your body and your posture um and then above all it goes back to the teas, the thoughts and the um the things that we choose to believe and through that the biggest thing for me has been about the awareness and again Taylor, you talked a little bit about this earlier when you're aware of your energy it really does change things and so through meditation or mindfulness. Uh, I've learned to I've learned to be in the space of being. I've learned to really savor that because the being, when we're able to be in that place of being, the being will support all the doing. And sometimes people think that you know when you move into a meditative or a mindfulness space that you you have to be um, Buddha like or Zen like all the time. No, it just means that when you show up, you show up with presence and you're aware of the energy that you're bringing to. Um, any encounter or situation that you have for that day. And above all, when we're there, so what happens is, you know, if I'm, if I'm sick, again, or I'm showing up for a business meeting, I'm running a business meeting for B&I, and I know I have to, to lead the meeting, and I don't want to lead the meeting with dark energy or, you know, with a, like an unenthusiastic momentum. I want to lead it with energy and um, be inviting. What I have to do, what we all have to do is, we have to generate our power. We have to anticipate our power. And what I do in those instances is I think about the experiences I've had in the past where I felt really empowered and in um, flow. I think about all the, the support and love that has been shed towards me. And I take those experiences with me um, and step into, those, into that process. There's also chiropractic, like you mentioned, that helps. Chiropractic is essentially energy work in itself dealing with the nervous system. The nervous system being the control unit that uh, communicates with every single cell, tissue, and organ within your body. And When we adjust as chiropractors, we're making sure your spine is aligned so that your nervous system is communicating properly. That energy that's coming from your spinal cord is going out to your organs and working efficiently. Same with acupuncture. Acupuncture is essentially dealing with flow of energy through your body. Something else that I do every month. And so my last um, point would be that you know, when people, they want to know, again, it goes back to people want to know, what should I do? It's not, always, it's not, a, it's not a pill that you should take. It's not that easy. It goes back to being a journey and a process. And so you find something that in, is curious to you or intrigues you. You go, oh, I like that when she mentioned that. And you take it and you go with it. And you begin to practice it. And if you think about the case with meditation and mindfulness, when you start, it's not going to be easy. Your mind is going to be all over the place. People used to say that, like, "Oh, I try to meditate, and I, I couldn't." I was like, "Keep doing it." Like, you're, that's the practice of it. It'll it become um, easier over time, little by little. I was,
2: I was one of those people, and I had to, I had to do the guided ones because, and I still do because I just like them better. But yeah, yeah, I, little,
3: little by little, a little becomes a lot, and so we just have to stay committed to those things.
2: Yeah, I love that. So, and I like what you said too. It's like just start if you're, if you're thinking, okay, I want to clear some trapped emotions from my body. I want to be more in alignment with myself so my life can flow more easier. Just start like what with Dr. Darian is saying with what feels good. Like if acupuncture sounds good do that, if energy clearing with like an actual clearer sounds good, do that. If you want to do Reiki, do that. If you want to go to the chiropractor, do that, like whatever it is. And I think, you know, you can ask for advice from people, but I, I kind of think people know internally, mm-hmm. like in their own intuition, what it is, right? That, mm-hmm. And if you're just even curious about something, try it. Like I know when I was first learning about trapped emotions, I'll be completely honest. I was like, that is so weird. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> but I also was at the lowest of my lows. I had just been cheated on. I've been divorced and I was like, I'll try anything, <laughs> right? right? And I'm so glad I did because it was through doing it and seeing the results of clearing those trapped emotions that I, you can't deny that this stuff works, you know? So anyways, I, I guess that's my advice to anyone listening who's like, I don't know about this stuff. I would just say, try it. Like, it's not going to hurt you, right? <laughs> and so try what speaks to you, as like Dr. Daring was saying. So what do you think, Dr. Daring? Like, do you think for the, that person who does want to get into this, should they like maybe work with a healer or a coach to help them get started? Or what, what are your thoughts on that?
3: Yeah, I think having an accountability Always from someone that you trust. Like, so doing your research is easy nowadays. To you know, whether it's chiropractic or a coach, to do a, a search and to see read people's reviews or to ask your your friends. Hopefully, you have a supportive network or a group of friends where you're able to, you know, get recommendations and stuff. So finding an accountability person who's a professional, it's always a um, a door opener for you. And again, when you think of it as a process or a journey, one thing will lead to another. Now, I started my chiropractic, and over time, I started to learn about acupuncture. And over time, um, Reiki came up. And so over, you know, over time, I began to empower myself with all these modalities that I use to help ensure that my energy, that my light stays shining bright. And when it doesn't, just like last night, I was, had a lot of things going on at the, and this weekend. So I was like, you know what? I just need to go to the sauna. I need to go to yoga. And I did all those things, and I woke up this morning feeling refreshed. And that's just been an over time process of me coming to understand what it takes for me to regenerate my energy and to keep my light shining. So yes, looking searching for an accountability professional, whether it be it a chiropractor, acupuncturist, or coach, or Reiki healer master, um, doing research. There are a lot of free things that are out out there, like Meetup. If you go on Meetup, you're able to see different groups that come together, and from there you never know who you're going to meet and what they may recommend, um, be it a book. Etc. So if you're on this journey, you're 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 curious. Stay curious because that'll guide
2: you. And I I also love um, I like EFT tapping. Have you done that? No. Have you done it? Um, It's just a really. Have you done any tapping for clearing? Like, where you tap along your meridian lines? No. It's kind of. It's really cool. It's kind of like you know taking the concepts of acupuncture and like you know getting clear along the meridian lines, but you just tap along them and you basically put positive affirmations back into the body. But I can link to some of the show notes for those listening. Brad Yates, you should look him up, Dr. Darien. I can text it to you too. But he does some that. really good EFT tapping videos. And that's like another form of energy clearing that's like super simple. You can go on Google and just Google EFT tapping or like, I love Brad Yates. You can, I always tell like my clients who work with me to Google Brad Yates um, because it's just, you can Google like Brad Yates feeling unworthy and he'll tap you through it. And what I really like about EFT tapping is you acknowledge the current state of your belief system. So Mm -hmm. you will like say like, I feel unworthy because like you have to acknowledge it. Otherwise the subconscious isn't going to listen. So it's kind of like saying like, if you want to become rich and let's say you're broke right now, if you're like, I'm a millionaire, your subconscious isn't going to listen to that because it's too big of a jump, but it will listen to I'm open to creative possibilities for abundance. Right. Right. It's So it's kind of like baby steps you through it. But anyways, that's a really simple one. Again, I can link to some um, EFT videos in the show notes for those listening. But there's just, there are so many ways. And I think what we just want to encourage those listening today is to just become aware of your energy, your light, your carrying into the world and know that you're not broken and you get to decide what your energy is. And if something feels off, you can clear it and move forward. And there's many ways um, like we've been talking about here today. So just do what feels best for you. Um, One, we are running out of time, but I do want to share an example from my own life um, of just like trapped emotions. What happens if you don't deal with it? And I'd love to get your insight, Dr. Darian on this. Cause I know you you're familiar with what I've been going through, obviously as my doctor with my back and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, the long story short is I was cheated on years ago. And, and this was when I was like first married and I've since been divorced and it was very dramatic as anyone can imagine being cheated on like a year into my marriage. And I didn't tell anybody, like I didn't tell my family or even my close friends. Like I kept it between me and my ex and in hindsight, that was not a healthy choice. Um, I should have talked to somebody about it. And a few days after I had actually you know, walked in on him cheating on me. It was very dramatic. Like I said, I went off to a dance job because I used to be a dancer. And during the first day, it was a two-week job. And during rehearsals of day one of this two weeks, I hurt my back. I have three slipped discs or herniated discs in my spine. And I wasn't ever able to dance the same ever since. And so I've had this injury going on nine years this November. And like I said, this is finally the year I'm like, I'm feeling this, you know, back pain and, and moving past this. But through energy clearing, I essentially learned from my energy clearer that because I didn't process the very dramatic traumas of, you know, walking on and on somebody cheating you, and there was no release for it, it got trapped in my body, and it showed up in a back injury. And I know that might sound a little woo-woo for people. So Dr. Daring, could you kind of just explain that? And, and it's not that every trapped emotion will show up as an injury. I know that. But I do think it it helps illustrate it because they say that low back pain is a sign of being unsupported. And so it makes sense to me that obviously I felt unsupported when I was cheated on. So what what is your professional expertise on that? I know that's kind of a lot, but I do think it helps il- make this very practical and very relatable, right? And not so like woo-woo out there. Hopefully. What are your thoughts
3: on that? Well, you know, it's just a practical or easy example. So, more often than not, when people come into the office, let's say they're coming in for neck and shoulder, like upper back or shoulder pain. And so, as I'm doing their history, we'll begin to go into, you know, the onset, when it started, um, you know, had they had anything like that in the past, and, you know, the, how it feels, and so on and so forth. And then I'll ask, like, okay, so it started two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, Has anything changed in your life? And (laughs) usually people start to get a little squirmy because they're like, you know, why are you asking me? Why are you asking me that? I'm here for this and you're asking me. And then they'll they'll say, no, not really. I'm like, oh, are you sure? Like any changes in school or, um, you know, has a... like as a kid went off to school any of those things and some you know usually they'll sit back and they'll think about it like oh yeah you know we have been you know been trying to sell our house and blah 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 and they all realize that because of that the anxiety of what they're they're experiencing again the emotions or whatever is driving them in their thoughts it's manifest in their body they're they're carrying this tension in their they're letting everything they're experiencing or thinking about sit right in their body and it's showing up as their back or neck thing. And so I feel a certain obligation to at least, like in your case, Taylor, when you're able to bring awareness to it, then you become more empowered, right? It's not something that you have and you're trying to get this person to remove it from you. It's like, okay, this is when it started. This is likely contributing to what I'm experiencing. So what is the root of the issue? Is it because I'm having neck pain, you need to fix my neck pain? Or is it because I've been dealing with increased stress from the, you know, trying to purchase our house or sell our house? Oh, it's that. So I have to deal with that. The anxieties that I'm bringing around that. Maybe I need to relax more, take 10 minutes before I go to bed and meditate or say a few affirmations, affirmations, words, um, saying them out loud is very powerful. And so that's, that's a very practical sense of how a lot of times things show up in the body. And it goes back to the story that you told Taylor, which is so, so common. Uh, Louise Hay has a great book out there um, called Fill Your Body, if anyone's interested. And in the book, she talks about, again, what Taylor mentioned, how certain areas of our body is representative of certain things. So for a while, I was having this ankle issue. Ankle and knee. And I was like, you know what? I've done everything. I'm in school. I'm learning, doing strengthening exercises, doing more squats and doing everything. And then I started to read this book. I'm like, something has to be, something here is manifesting. And it was like, it was talked about relationships with your father or males. And I was like, I like slammed the book. I was like, oh my gosh, it just, (laughs) it just read me to a T. Cause you know, I don't, I haven't had the best relationship with my dad and with men in general. And so it's like, oh, and so there's been a lot of work and time that I've put into to that space because it does, it shows up and we think we can hide from it, right? We think we can, oh, that's not really happening. Oh yeah, it is. It'll show up in one way or another.
2: Absolutely. It's like, and it, you have to take care of it, right? Like it's, I feel like it's your body's way of being like, hello, like, please let this out. Mm-hmm. You know, like it sometimes it has to physically wake us up. I don't think it always shows up no. physically, but if, if you're really not dealing with it, it, it probably will, right? But the good news is to all of this is we can clear it and it doesn't have to be our story anymore. Exactly. I know when, when I went through my divorce, I cleared my abandonment issues I had from my father not being around as a child. And then I attracted my wonderful fiance, LJ. And I know that it's not possible for me to be with somebody now who would abandon me because it's not in my energy field. It's not in my body anymore. you mm-hmm. know. So when he came around, I had done a ton of clearing before I met him. And I, I remember not wanting, like my brother kept being like, you know, go on dates, go on dating apps. I'm like, no, I'm not ready yet. Like I got to clear some things because if I go start dating right now, like I'm going to be attracting the wrong thing, you know? And I had kind of dabbled in it. I kind of was not like not on dating apps, but I was kind of dating like a few people here and there. And I, and it was obvious, like I was not clear yet. You know what I mean? Right. I kept attracting that guy that was abandoning. And I, I don't know, like not ready yet I, I put my head down and it didn't take long it wasn't like this years of experience like of doing this it was within months that from the time I divorced this final time at LJ it was quick and I think things can happen quick when we are in alignment so um, but yeah I I just want to leave everyone with that That this is something that it's actually empowering and we can become those deliberate co-creators of the universe when we understand energy and what we put out there so just to close us off here, Dr. Darian, how can we carry our light and our energy in the world?
3: I love questions. I think they're great for evoking curiosity and intrigue and not so much about the answers as I believe it is about the questions. Because again, the questions goes back to a journey and process. And so what I usually ask myself every day is, I ask, what is my light made of today? And depending on, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to be hung, looking around all that, then that to me doesn't. I don't need to really generate much energy because I can be around in the house. And if I'm not, I'm feeling low energy, my, my sister or my, my stepmom or whoever, they'll accept that if I'm going out into the world and I need to show up with purpose, then that again goes back to generating my, generating your own power, participating in your power. And so I'll lead into affirmations or I'll do some meditation or some mindfulness breath. But I think if you can center yourself around a meditation or a vision that what you're a vision of what you're moving towards, that's a great way to just um, brighten your light. Um, and keep in mind that this, again, this I keep saying this journey and this process, is really about progress and not so much about perfection. And when I was able to make that mental shift, whether speaking or running a meeting, when I was able to remember, hey, you're showing up today, this is where you are, and you're doing it to progress and not to be perfect, it really helped to change my energy and the intentions that, I think it's was felt when I've stepped into those instances. Um, And above all, just continue to move towards purpose and love.
2: I love that. And lastly, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here a little bit because I didn't ask you this beforehand, but for those listening who maybe feel called to find a coach, like are you available to work with people outside of the DC area or?
3: Yeah. So I, I coach um, virtually or, on the phone. So that's usually no issue. And depending on where it is, there can always be some, some discussion around, you know, where we, if you want to do it in person, I usually, for whatever reason, I feel called to do the last coaching session in person.
2: Awesome. So if someone wants to connect with you, what's the best way for them to reach out if they're interested in the coaching?
3: I would say email. My email is DJ at um, They can also follow me on Instagram is my personal page, underscore Darian Jamar. And the same for Facebook and LinkedIn. Again, underscore Darian Jamar.
2: Okay, perfect. And I will link to all of your social media. I'll put your email in the show notes. So for anyone listening and maybe driving right now and you can't write it down, um, just visit the show notes on taylormorgan.us slash what the F. And we will find it there, or it might be podcasts. I don't know. Go to whattheifpodcast.com. <laughs> There's been so many link changes. Go to whattheifpodcast.com. And when you click on this episode, all the links to Dr. Darian will be there. If you feel called to um, reach out to him, if you, if you are needing a coach. I love coaches. I've worked with many, actually, in my life. So um, I think they are a great help if you feel like that's a good first step for you. Um, but there are so many ways you know, we can do the energy clearing. So just follow your intuition. And Dr. Darian, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today and sharing your light with us. It's such an honor.
3: Thank you, Taylor. You're wonderful. Thank you very much for having me.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. Hopefully we can have you again on soon because I feel like we could have like 20 (laughs) episodes with all of your knowledge. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I just want to give Dr. Darian a special
0: thank you for coming on today's show and sharing his wisdom and insight with all of us. I hope that today's show has helped open you up to the world of energy clearing. Remember, there is no one size fits all for how you perform energy clearing. There are many ways to do it. Just trust yourself and your own intuition to what speaks to you. Like I mentioned earlier in today's show, I do a lot of things to clear my energy. Whether that is working with my own energy clearer or going for a walk outside with my dog, meditating, doing some EFT tapping, the list goes on and on. Just explore what speaks to you at the moment. If you'd like to work with me to help clear your own trapped emotions, then visit my site at calendly.com slash taylormorgan. That's c-a-l-e-n-d-l-y dot com slash taylormorgan to schedule your own energy clearing session with me. Right now, I'm doing a promo for the month of October where you can get an hour session with me for only $60. Also, when we meet, you can hear about my other promos for those who want to meet weekly and on a bi-weekly basis. Remember, the more consistent you do energy clearing, the better. I hope you will try it out today. I would love to work with you one-on-one. It would truly be such an honor. Well, that's it for today, my friend. Remember how amazing you are. And until next time, dwell in possibility.
1: Thanks for listening to What The F Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Please take a second to leave a review in iTunes and let us know how you like the show. For more episodes, be sure to subscribe. For show notes for today's episode, visit our website at whatthefpodcast.com. If you'd like to suggest a topic for an upcoming show, reach out to us on Instagram at whatthefpodcast. Thanks for listening. And until next time, Dwell in possibility, friends, and remember, anything is possible.